the Make Share Grow podcast. I'm artist Julie Marriott, and I created this podcast to share behind the scenes stories of art, craft, and the creative process. Hey guys, here we are in episode number two of the podcast. Today, I'm going to share my story of my artistic journey to where I am today, plus three big lessons I learned along the way. So if I'm going to start at the very beginning, I definitely was an art kid growing up. I loved painting and drawing um, as much as I could. I was homeschooled, so I had a good amount of free time once my homework was done to um, just kind of pursue the things that I really enjoyed, which was art making. As I got older, I had a little desk in our family room that was like my art studio, and I would sit there for hours just painting away, painting and drawing. And it's really funny looking back and thinking about that because that little desk reminds me so much of my studio today. Totally messy. You wouldn't know it from the nice photos, but totally messy, sort of an organized chaos where I know where everything is, but a total mess. But I'm just there creating a way, and that's just the way that I do things. So as I got older and it came time to decide what I was going to do, what I was going to major in in college, I decided to do art because it was my main passion. And when I majored in painting and drawing at university, it was such a fabulous experience. It was really just, you know, laying the foundation of all the technical skills and the thinking skills conceptually about art and all of that stuff. It was just a really great experience. I loved every minute of it. When I graduated, I hopped around jobs for a while and then got a job teaching at a local art studio. It was a private studio um, that did after-school classes, and it was such a fantastic teaching opportunity because the studio had a really specific process for teaching a bunch of different art materials. So working there really helped me hone my thoughts and my skills and actually explaining art because I was good at, you know, executing art, at doing it. I almost intuitively understood the principles since I've been doing them for so long. But teaching at the art studio really gave me the teaching skills needed to be able to pass on to other people like I'm doing now in my workshops. So that was a really great opportunity too. And also, it's just really fun working with kids and encouraging them in the art that they're making, too. And while I was teaching at the art studio, I started taking online courses in surface pattern design and just really fell in love with pattern design. So if you don't know, it's basically, pattern design is basically any printed pattern on a surface that you could imagine is designed by a pattern designer. So textiles, paper products, home goods and furnishings, all of those different things. Um, The markets for pattern design are really endless. But I started uh, learning pattern design from those courses and just got really inspired and um, really passionate about trying to incorporate that into my artistic practice as well. This spot in my art journey brings me to my first lesson, which is foster a consistent voice. 
So I started an Etsy shop in 2014 with paintings that were inspired by my pattern designs. I really wanted to find a way to bring my pattern inspirations into my paintings. So I developed a style and just kind of through, of course, through experimentation of making floral paintings that were very decorative, very flat and very pattern inspired. I started my Etsy shop with a series of these paintings. I really dedicated myself to sticking with this one style for an entire series of paintings. So before, I had never really I had never really stuck with a consistent style or even a series of paintings before. I had always just kind of jumped around, like done one-off paintings a lot. I always really loved nature subjects and landscapes, but I mostly worked from photos and just kind of created one-off paintings here and there. So I never had really considered myself as having a consistent style. So when I decided to create a body of work to begin my Etsy shop, I sat down and I said, I'm going to stick with this one look and I'm going to create an entire series of paintings. And that was so valuable, even if it was for a set amount of time, really just giving myself parameters that I couldn't go off and get distracted on some other subject matter or some other style. I really had to just sit still and bust out you know, a whole series. I think I did... I think it was like nine paintings total, so not a ton in the grand scheme of things, but it was way more than I had ever done before. So sticking with that one style really made me really confident that I could reproduce it. I could, you know, fill custom commissions and that same style. People would look at this whole range of paintings and see, you know, a consistent voice throughout the series. So I thought that that was a really important lesson. And that was the first time that I had ever really fostered a consistent voice or style in my painting before. This brings me to my next point, number two, which is protect the process. So even though I had a consistent style of paintings that I was putting up in my Etsy shop, I was also selling other things, other um, handmade goods, actually stuffed animals, if you could believe it. I really got excited about sewing for a while. So I was selling these paintings and I was also selling these really fun, handmade, really well-crafted but stuffed animals in my shop. So as I was, you know, fulfilling orders, I started to realize that I really dreaded sewing these stuffed animals, even though I loved how they looked at the end. I really loved how they looked. I really wanted people to have them. I thought they were really cool, but the actual process of making these really just kind of made me bitter when somebody ordered them because it was so labor intensive and I'm not a sewer. That is not my natural love. So I realized as I was painting these paintings and I was making these stuffed animals, that everything for me comes back to the process of painting. No matter what I do, I really want the heart of it to be painting. So if I'm making patterns, I want the base of those patterns, the beginning point, to start out as paintings that maybe I'll end up, you know, bringing into the digital realm and so that I can put the patterns onto products and things like that. But I really want painting to be the heart of everything I do because that is the most fulfilling, creative act for me. So that led led me to make the hard decision. I put hard in air quotes. (laughs) 
the hard decision to stop selling the stuffed animals entirely and really focus down on just selling my paintings and products that were made from my paintings in my Etsy shop, like note cards and art prints and things like that. It was hard just because it was saying no to people who actually wanted to pay me for those things. They were selling well, people loved them, but it really just was not fulfilling for me. So I had to say goodbye to that. In early 2015, I quit my teaching job right before I had my daughter. And I decided to stay home with her and also just continue trying to sell my art on my own online instead of working outside the home. So right after I had my daughter, I got really involved on Instagram for the first time, which has just been fantastic for my business. It's been a real game changer for me, I feel like, and I'm sure that's the same way for a lot of you guys too. I just got really inspired by all the different handmade makers and artists and entrepreneurs who are on Instagram, and that really got me thinking and way more inspired to really make my online business official and real, to really try to put a lot of time into it and hone it hone it really into a brand versus just an online shop that I was selling things for fun out of. So I started listening to more creative podcasts, learning about branding, learning about marketing, learning about how to use social media, how to photograph well for products, all of that stuff. It was a really big, exciting learning process all while my daughter was really young. And it was interesting because I kind of thought that maybe I would lose you know, my creativity just in all of the sleeplessness and worrying about taking care of a baby and just that being a really big part of my life. But it really actually, the limited amount of time I had to do any sort of creative activity, that really encouraged me, lit the fire under me to make the most use of that time. So I really just tried to be intentional with what I wanted to make so that I could start building a brand and, um, just taking my business from an Etsy shop to where it is today. So in the summer of the next year in 2016, I launched my own website and my first big collection of paintings. I did a really big series of all butterfly themed paintings that were very pattern inspired. And um, I experimented a lot with my color palettes, tried new things, and really was proud of what I created. So I launched my website and my brand off of Etsy on my own platform and um, just got more and more consistent on Instagram as well during that time. After I finished that series of paintings that I launched my website with, I started feeling kind of stifled in my painting style, in my painting practice. The the style I was painting in at that time was, like I said, very flat, very, very... I had like a set of rules I was kind of painting by where no two elements were really overlapping. It was very pattern-ish, <laughs> and I would pre-mix all of my colors. I wouldn't mix colors on the canvas at all. I would pre-mix them all, so I would just think about design while I was painting. So it was just a very particular style of painting that, I mean, it worked for me. I was really enjoying it for a while. And then it just started feeling really creatively stifling, having all of these rules and all of these restrictions. So later that summer, I decided to intentionally break out of 
uh, you know, the rut that I was in and do a painting a day challenge. So this brings me to my third point, which is intentionally experiment. So I didn't just say, oh, I'm done with this painting style. I'm just going to paint, you know, just sort of float around and try different things, which is, it's not a bad idea to just sort of whimsically try different things. There's a place for that totally. But what I did and the big lesson I learned was that intentional experimentation really moved me forward. So I really clearly thought, what is it about this painting style that's feeling stifling to me? What do I what do I look at other painters and other painter styles and see and just really drool over that I might want to incorporate into my paintings? So I would look at other paintings, other artists, and I would just love the the thick layers of paint. You could see the brush strokes. You could see like the physicality of the paint on the canvas. And that just really spoke to me. And I realized that was not at all the way I was painting. So I wanted to incorporate that into my style. And then I also, I also wanted to work on loosening up my painting style. So I was mixing colors more on the canvas. I was being as expressive as I wanted to be. I wasn't being as precious, I guess, about the strokes. So I would just, you know, sort of lay down strokes. And if they were imperfect, that's okay, because I just had to bust out a painting a day. And they were really small paintings, like five by sevens and six by sixes and things like that. Um, But just forcing myself to let go, but really intentionally experiment in specific directions that I knew I loved the look of, and I wanted to see if I liked how that felt to paint that way. That was just really, really a key and pivotal moment for me in developing the style that I paint in today. At the beginning of this year, 2017, I started teaching painting workshops, which has been such a fun and inspiring thing in my business. I um, never really saw myself necessarily going back to teaching, but it was a really natural extension of my painting practice, just really wanting to share it with local people, wanting to inspire others to try out painting who maybe never had really felt like they had the skills for it before. And so that's been a really fun new direction in my business. And then also this year, I've been doing a lot of commissions, which I haven't really done all that much of in the past here and there with my Etsy shop, but not nearly as many as I've been doing this this year, which has been really exciting and just great for honing my whole commission process, which I think I'll talk about in another episode too. So as I'm closing out the episode, I will just recap the three big lessons that I learned on my artistic journey. The first one was foster a consistent voice, where I finished a whole series of work in the same style and really learned a lot from that. Um, The second was protect the process, where I decided that painting is the base, the foundation of everything I want to create. And then the third one is intentionally experiment. So when I felt like things were getting a little stale, I really created guidelines and specific ways that I wanted to grow and experiment versus just haphazardly experimenting. I really had goals that I was working towards through my experimentation. 
If you have a creative practice and these points resonated with you, I've created a PDF that goes in depth a little bit more into each of the lessons that I learned with some practical tips that you could put in practice in your creative field. You can find that download on my website at juliemarriottart.com slash podcast and look for episode two. I hope you guys enjoyed this little overview of my art journey. I um, am excited to share the details of my life and my work with you through this podcast and can't wait to see you next week. Thanks for listening to Make Share Grow. You can keep up with the podcast and my artwork on my website, juliemarriottart.com and on Instagram at Julie Marriott Art.